Welcome to episode 50 of the Becoming Mind Strong podcast. Last season, we ended the season talking about redefining fear and why it's a must. So this season, we're going to close out the season, season four, with a conversation about redefining failure and why it is absolutely a must for this process to last. Check it out. Welcome to Becoming MindStrong, the official podcast of MindStrong Fitness. My name is Rachel. I'm the owner and head coach of MindStrong Fitness, and I am here to teach you truth. No more bullshit, no more point systems, no more shakes, no more raps. This is math and science, and we're going to learn how to do it together. Ready? Let's rock and roll. So here's where we need to start any conversation about failure. Failure is just data. And that is a very easy sentence to say and a very tough sentence to internalize because there is a very big difference between I am a failure and I failed at this task. When you say I am a failure, we are going down the rabbit hole of limiting self-beliefs. We are taking things personally. It is a crush to our ego and it is very hard to recover. When we say I failed at this task, Now we can step in from a place of curiosity. Now we can still acknowledge, we're not here to sugarcoat. We can still acknowledge, man, that felt like crap. Nobody likes failing, but I'm not a failure. I failed at this task. This task was the failure. So I wonder what went well. I wonder what I can improve upon next time so that it gets better. And when you can kind of put this line in the sand and differentiate between me as a failure, I myself, and failing at a specific task, You take your ego out of it, you step into curiosity, and you take back your power. When you take back your power, this is when we can learn and adjust and level up. So I'm going to give you a couple examples, and then we're going to drive this home into the topic of health and fitness that we're here to talk about. If you're a business owner, if you you own a business or you're an entrepreneur, whatever that looks like for you, if you are of the first mindset that every time you do something and it doesn't work, that you are a failure, I say this with all the love in the world, get out now because you are never going to you are never going to stick with your business. 90% of failing especially in the beginning, that number goes down the longer you do it. But in the beginning, business is just constantly falling on your face. You put in all this time and energy and effort and hours and money building 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 and then you launch it and it's crickets and it feels terrible. And in the beginning there is so much mindset work to do around feeling the feelings, not suppressing them, letting them pass. And then the most important piece to a successful business is getting curious. I wonder what didn't go well. I really thought X was going to happen. Why did Y happen? Was there anything that went well that we can repeat next time? And when we get in that, that place of curiosity, we all know what happens, right? We go back, we tweak, we adjust, we learn, we do it again and again and again and again. And eventually you stop falling on your face quite as often. You still fall on your face quite a bit, but it's not as often and you grow and you grow and you grow. But if every time you launch something in your business, it fails, you say, I am a failure. I suck at this. It's never going to last. You're never going to stick with it. I mean that from the bottom of my heart, it's never going to happen. We can see this in every area of our life, right? If you go and, and the first time you ask someone out, if they said no, if the belief that was cemented in place at that point is I'm a loser, nobody's ever going to love me. Who am I kidding? Well, we can all guess what your love life has looked like since then. We can all guess what your self-esteem looks like since then. 
if we can separate and say, whoa, okay, that was unexpected. I really thought that person was going to say yes. Like in my mind, we're already on date number three. That's interesting. I wonder what signs I misread. I, I wonder where the messages got crossed. And then you can learn for next time and you find the right person, you up your game, whatever that looks like to make progress in that. And we see this so clearly when it comes to health and fitness. We have been so conditioned in this industry to believe it's all in, all out, to believe I'm either eating, quote unquote, clean six or seven days a week. I'm getting my workouts in five to six days a week. And if I'm not, then I'm off and I'll start again next Monday. And I am here to tell you, just like that business from the bottom of my soul, this is never, ever, ever going to last as long as you live in the all in, all out mindset. That is not how this works. There is no human being, myself included, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who has a, a freaking fitness competition named after him, who is doing this perfectly, who is all in all the time. The key is to redefine what that failure means. So let me give you an example. You, you get with a coach and you get your personalized macro plan. You've never done macros before. So the, the first week you start out, you freaking suck at it. You're nowhere near your macro numbers. You have a choice. In that moment, you can say, screw this, man, those shake systems were so much easier. All I had to do was drink two of these a day and I knew that they would work and I don't really care that I was relying on them because it got the job done. This is too hard. I suck at this. Who was I kidding? Well, we all know how that story ends, right? You're not going to stick with it. You're going to go back to those shake systems. You're right back on the yo-yo train that you've been doing your entire life. You'll feel better for about a week, maybe a month, and then you're going to be right back where you started. Option two is you dig in a little bit. You say, man, this macro tracking thing is more, <laughs> more challenging than I thought it was going to be. Like I knew that it was going to be a skill, but I had no idea that, that it, I was going to be this far off in the beginning. But here's the thing. If I quit right now, I know where I'm going to be six months from now, right? I'm right back in the yo-yo train. I came here for a reason. So I bet if I can do my best to stay in a place of curiosity, I can learn from this. What did I do really well yesterday? Was there anything? Maybe there's nothing. Maybe there, maybe yesterday was a shit show and we start again. But I bet there's a couple things we can pull out of yesterday and learn from. Where can I improve? Well, I noticed my carbs were all over the place. My protein was super low. Awesome. Tomorrow, I'm just going to focus on protein. Forget about the carbs. We're making baby steps. I'm going to dig in and really see if I can improve that for tomorrow. Guess what? We just changed the game because as human beings, we want forward momentum. We want progress. We want to feel good. What doesn't feel good is telling ourselves why we suck at this and why it's never going to last. What feels great is coming up with an action plan on one little thing we're going to tweak for the next day. And what you did in that moment by getting curious is you took your ego out of it. It had nothing to do with you sucking at this. It had to do with the fact that this is a new skill you've never done. So cool. How do we learn the skill? How do we get curious? The more, and this is a hashtag bigger life statement, the more you can stay in a place of curiosity, the more successful you're going to be at something. Whether we're talking about your relationship, whether we're talking about your business, whether we're talking about your health and fitness goals, the more you can stay in a place of curiosity, the more successful you're going to be. Let's talk about workouts. You set a plan. You're like, All right, I'm going to work out four days a week for a half hour each. Days one and two, you crush it. Day three, you just blatantly do not feel like going, so you decide to skip it immediately the thoughts come in your head. Who was I kidding? Thinking I'm going to skip, I'm going to stick with this. I suck at this. I'm never going to get on a steady workout routine. Who was I kidding? Thinking this time would be any different. Clearly I'm not meant for this. How do you feel right now? Right? In, in any world, are you, get, are you motivated to get back on? Are you inspired to get back on? What if we came 
at this from a different angle, right? We're not sugarcoating, man, I'm disappointed in myself. I said, I was going to work out today. I just blatantly didn't feel like it instead of inspiring myself a little bit or doing what I needed to do to spark that up. I just chose to, to take a rest day. It didn't feel good. I'm not proud of myself. Cool. What can I learn about today? Well, I realized that I tried to get up an hour earlier to read some motivational books and do X, Y, and Z before work. And I think it was just too much. I think by the time I got home, I just, I felt overwhelmed. So maybe tomorrow I allow myself that extra hour of sleep, knowing that I'm going to get my workout in. Maybe it's, man, like I did not have to, I didn't anticipate that I was going to have to pick the kids up from soccer after work. I thought my partner was going to do that. I found myself rushing, trying to get everywhere today. I felt overwhelmed. I didn't prioritize myself. So I let my workout slip. I wonder if maybe Sunday nights we should sit down and have like a 10 minute conversation about the plan for the week. This way I can make sure that I'm prioritizing what I want to be doing for myself. And I don't feel that pressure. How different do you feel in each of those scenarios? One of them, you're a failure. One of them, you are beating the hell out of yourself and telling yourself you're crazy for thinking this is ever going to work. In the other one, you're getting curious. Huh, I wonder what didn't go as planned. We're not sugarcoating. It feels like crap. Cool. Let the feeling pass. What's the plan for next time? What can we learn from this? How can we get better at this so that we can keep that consistency that we know is the key to habits? Again, this is true of every area of your life. We're talking about it in the context of nutrition and fitness and, and overall health, but anywhere in your life, when you see yourself beating yourself up, making blanket statements like, I suck at this, I'm never going to last at this, you are never going to be successful in that area. And I say that with all the love in the world, it is human nature. We don't want to do the things that make us feel like crap. So when you're beating yourself up, when you're calling yourself a failure, when you're telling yourself, who are you kidding? In what world does that feel good and make us want to go back to it? But when we can go the other way and take our ego out and acknowledge it didn't feel good. I don't feel great right now. Let the feeling pass. Emotions don't last very long. If you look at the science of emotions, they are fleeting. They get stuck when we start ruminating. Let the feeling pass. Acknowledge it. Then get curious. Write it on a post-it, stick it on your mirrors, whatever you need to do. The more you can stay in a place of curiosity, the more you're going to stick with something because you're taking your ego out of it. We're looking at it from a learning experience and that is how we level up and that is how we stay consistent. For more help, including getting on the wait list for MindStrong Ignite, my signature 12-week program, go visit our website, www.mindstrongfitness.com.